What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. I got Adam Ronis here with me, of course. And uh, well, we're, as we're recording right now, the Atlanta Braves are beating up on the Dodgers five to two in the middle of the seventh inning. Uh, the NBA is underway officially. We got that season started off here, and uh, and some people are still looking at the waiver wire, Adam. So chock full of goodness here. Yeah, definitely a lot going on right now in the sports world. Uh, definitely an interesting NFL week here with six teams on by. Definitely a challenge. Trying to put forth a good fantasy football lineup. I doubt anyone is going to really love their lineup when they hit submit this week. <laughs> um, I'm going to love every one of my lineups, man. Right. I'm, I'm going to try and keep a positive attitude with it. I actually, you know, I mean, uh, probably right after uh, after we finish this show, I'll probably do the uh, the live stream with Craig Mish for Wager Alarm, and then I'll have to kind of go through my teams and and really just see what's what. But I, I can only imagine that it's going to be um, somewhat bleak for me on a, on a couple of occasions here, just based on the teams that are on the bye week uh, this week. So. Although I've looked at two teams now, my gem on fantasy football league and then the fish league, and it's not so bad. Austin Eckler over here. It's IDP mint Milano. That's it. I'm not getting hurt with the buys at all in this one either. Yeah. Oh, there are, there's a couple leagues where it's not so bad for me, but I do have a 14 team league where my entire bench is hurt or on buy. Um, so and that's not known. I have Antonio Gibson in the starting lineup right now, and I don't know if he'll play. So if he's out, then I'm really uh, in a bad situation. Uh, so my short bench, only six bench spots. That is a short bench. It's not as short as mine in the fish league, which is a uh, which is three people on your bench. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. And so sitting on my bench, I guess I'm going to end up <laughs> wow. Um, you know, here's here's the, the the interesting stuff. I actually I I might be protected in this league. Holy cow. This could actually be really going my way here. I've got cuz I've got Antonio Gibson also. It's so funny, right? I'm like all of a sudden I'm envisioning it. I'm like, "Who am I going to I said I I picked up Ricky Seals Jones to replace Kyle Pitts who was on the bye last week." But one of our our uh, our spots is a wide receiver tight end. And then I've got a, a, a wide receiver running back spot as well. So I could theoretically um, end up with uh, without having to make a single move uh, except for on the IDP side. And then what am I going to do? I'm just I'm going to drop, you know, I'm gonna drop, oh, and I got a kicker on a buy. So I'm going to drop a kicker and I'm going to drop a linebacker uh, and not have to, like, really get punished too much. I like that. Would you, um, out of curiosity, would you drop Odell Beckham if you had to? I wouldn't want to, but I mean, if you only have three bench spots, pretty shallow. So in that situation, I could see doing it. We got to see if he plays. I'm expecting him to, but because he came back after having the shoulder injury. But I know he hasn't been practicing, but it's a short week and they really don't do much work anyway. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe I'm going to actually be able to maneuver out of this one here and not have to worry about that. Hot damn, Adam. That just made my day. 
made my day. <laughs> it's all about me today, Adam. It's all about me. I see. Right? Well, you know, you're actively rooting for the Dodgers, who I hate as a Yankees fan. So, you know, I got to do that. Well, I mean, as a Mets fan, how the hell can I root for the Braves? No chance. Um, oh, I see the uh, the Astros are already up one nothing. What about the philosophy that if my team wasn't going to win the division, at least the team who did win the division, I'm going to root for them because at least then I can say, well, how is my team supposed to win anyway when we had the World Series champion in our division? Okay, well, in that case, well, you lost the wild card to the Red Sox, so you should root for the Red Sox. Right, but I actually have other teams that I don't I can't root for. Like I can't oh. root for, you know, the the Dodgers that dates back to my childhood. You don't want me on the fantasy couch again, do you? Having like therapy and stuff like that, revisiting my childhood? That wasn't pleasant. No, that wasn't. Let's avoid that. But I have a team here who I really like, and that's the the you know the Braves because they're the lesser of uh, of evils here. Right, and I have uh, teams that I like here too: the Dodgers, Astros, and Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, I hate you so much. Alex Bregman homered, so they're up one nothing. Ah, I would rather see the Astros win than the Red Sox win. I will say that. I'm sure. And I think I would rather the Astros win than the uh, than the Dodgers. Oh no! Uh, no Astros, Dodgers. Uh, I wouldn't really root for anyone. I would just want a seven game series. But Astros, if, Dodgers. I, yeah, I really, I don't know. I don't really have a rooting interest there. Um, if it was Brave, Braves versus anyone, I'm taking the other team. <laughs> the irony of the fact that the Braves are the only team that I actually really want, you know, out of this group here, or the the, the team that I feel. I'm okay with. And it's <laughs> and you know the the Mets could have stuck a dagger in the Braves season. They had a series in July. I think it might even been a five game series and the Mets gave them life and that enabled the Braves to go out and acquire all those players. So this is all the Mets fault for this happening and it's just absolutely pathetic, man. Um I, I want to see if I can find that series that I'm referring to. I think it was a five game series. They might have had a double header in there. Oh yeah, here it is. It was Monday, July 26th. Um, they took three out of five from the Mets. And I, and yeah, so that took them right to the trade deadline. Cause it was started uh Monday, the 26th uh, to Thursday, the 29th. And that put them two games under 500 and showed them, hey, we are alive for this division. We can catch the Mets. And that's when they went out and acquired. Uh, I think they acquired. Did they acquire Jock first? And then they went and got Rosario, Soler. Um, I think that was what it was. But yeah, Mets are responsible for this shit. <laughs> <sighs> if they could have just, you know, taken control of that series, maybe the Braves go, all right, you know what? Let's just hack it in. Acuna had gotten hurt. So. Uh, I got to watch this shit. <laughs> I mean, dude, but for real, though, like I know playoffs, anything can happen. But like you see the Dodgers win 106 games, Braves win 88. And, you know, the Braves might go to the World Series. Unbelievable. Yeah. But I mean, you know what, though? I mean, you, you look at the fact that, you know, I mean, I don't know what the record was for the Dodgers versus the Rockies or the Diamondbacks, but. 
you know, like how many of those wins, you know, that, that brings you over to the 109, you know, 106 wins. Come on, man. Season. No, no, no. That, that's that's unfair. How many teams win 106 games in baseball? They they didn't just beat up on those teams. I'd like to see what the record is against so you, those teams. So you're saying, those, teams, those teams are horrible. Oh, like, okay, so, why, so Braves won 88. Why aren't they beating up on the Marlins, the Nationals, after the Nationals traded everyone? Why did they only win 88? Um, I don't know what their schedule looked like. I don't know how many uh, how many games they played the Nationals after the Nationals sold the farm. I don't know how many series there were. Do you? No, but you, you know the Nationals and Marlins had less wins than the Rockies? Um, well, because they probably split the series with each other because they all suck. Nah, I mean, the Dodgers didn't fatten up their record. They had a run differential of plus 269, which was the best in baseball. <laughs> Listen, man, you're not going to hear You're not going to get me to say anything positive about the Dodgers. When are well, you going to learn that? Then you're not looking at things objectively. Who's, did you tell me to look at things objectively or subjectively? No, you should be objective here. We all have the teams we root for, but when you're making arguments about teams, you have to be objective about it. I don't know. I feel like I can be as irrational as I want to be. Okay. <laughs> Damn, the Dodgers just can't hit right now. This is unbelievable, man. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to uh, pay some bills here. Let's say hi to our sponsors. going to be a short pod here today because obviously Adam and I um, well, I mean, if you guys have heard on the Fantasy Alarm Show, it's me and Adam all week. So you got me and Adam all week on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. You can listen to that. Um, so and, and you know, we kind of covered the waiver wire already. Right. Do we do we have any any new news? I'll tell you what, we're going to take a look at some new news when we come back. So stick around. Howard and Adam here on the Annie Up Show. We'll be right back. All right, Adam, taking a look at some new news. I mean, I guess the new news for us really would have been the fact that um, Nick Chubb was officially ruled out today, which, uh, you know, I mean, how aggressive do you go for a guy like Dearness Johnson? Like, I mean, uh, if, if you're sitting there and you need a running back, I mean, are you looking at 50 percent of your fab budget? Are you looking at 60 percent of your fab budget? I mean, obviously, if you've got number one waiver priority, yeah, I'm using it on Dearness Johnson. Yeah, I don't think I could spend that much money unless I was one and five, two and four, and really desperate this week because he might only be a one week play, maybe two. I think when Chubb returns, that you will not see Johnson play the Kareem Hunt role. I think you will see Chubb um, actually more involved in the passing game because we know he can catch the football. That's not why he doesn't get receptions, it's just that they have Kareem Hunt who's obviously could be featured on most teams. Uh, but I think you would see Dearness Johnson less involved. He would not just take over the Kareem Hunt role. I don't see that. So you might only be looking at a one-week play, maybe two maximum, unless all of a sudden Chubb gets placed on IR. But people will probably not know that. Well, definitely Tuesday night they won't. They'll be hearing this Wednesday. Uh, but there are waivers that run in a lot of leagues Wednesday. So unless that move is made, um, it might only be a one-week play. So um, that's why I would not go that crazy. But if I was two and four, one and five, and have Dalvin Cook on by and 
have Antonio Gibson or something, then yeah, I might have to go higher because I need to worry about this week. You just gave me some fantastic optimism. Like I stopped listening to everything coming out of your mouth. Once you said Nick Chubb catching more passes and being more involved in that, that aspect of the game. I would think so. I mean, a lot of people before the year always said, Oh, could you imagine if Nick Chubb goes down, what Kareem Hunt's going to do? It works the other way too. If Kareem Hunt goes down, what's Nick Chubb going to do? Um, because I've seen him many times catch the football. It's not like he can't. They just don't use him. I remember, was it two years ago? Uh, he made a great catch in the end zone. So he can catch the football. There's no doubt about that. They just don't put him in that role. And I would think uh, you might see 75, 80% of the snaps. That's my guess. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they go, no, nope, we're going to use Felton in the hunt passing yeah, let's role. Keep and, the metric Felton. And mix in Dearness Johnson. I don't see it, especially because – and look at the, the team situation too. I mean, this team is uh, – they're three and three, right? Or two and four. No, they're three and three, right? Yeah. Yeah, three and three. So, you know, they're not in a position like, oh, well, we'll just run. No, they got to start winning games here. And the Denver game on Thursday is uh, – I, I would think they win, but I don't know who's playing. That's the other issue. So they're in a situation where it's not like, all right, we can just relax and we got to put, no, you got to start winning games here. I mean, you got Cincinnati ahead of you. You're two games behind Baltimore. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh's three and three, same record as them. So they got to start winning games here. This is the game they have to win against Denver. And then look, after that, they play Pittsburgh at home at Cincinnati at New England. So they, they got, they got to start getting their shit together. They really do need to get their shit together, not to mention uh, in the sportsbook league that you and I did for FSGA. We have the Browns 10 and a half over wins. Oh, shit. I thought that was easy, too. (laughs) (laughs) Me, too. (laughs) Oh, man. I think it actually because that was in July. I think it actually uh, closed at 11 and a half. Well, we've got it at 10 and a half. And uh, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a virtual lock. What a bummer. What a friggin' bummer that would be. Oh, my God. Um, other news, Kadarius Tony. they say the ankle injury is uh, is a little bit more serious. Uh, he's expected to miss at least one game, obviously, that being this week. Um, mm. uh, Kadarius Tony, if, you, uh, if you're stuck for bench spots, do you stash or can you drop? Um, it's tough to drop him with the way he has looked, but, oh man, you might have to, you might have to. Might have to, uh, Julio Jones, Mike Vrabel saying that he's day to day with the hamstring issue. Are you buying that? Are you, I mean, do you have any Julio Jones this year? No. Well, one basketball, um, I pretty much stayed away from him. And I think he fell, maybe it was the sixth round. I was like, ah, you know, I have no Julio Jones. You know, what if he does stay healthy? He could go off because he has been good when he's on the field. So I decided to, but no one redraft leagues staying away. I, I said it last year. I said, look, maybe not this year, but at some point, like Julio's 32 now, these big receivers, they do not age. That's what people don't understand. These, these players don't age gradually. Out of nowhere, they just cannot get it done anymore. They don't stay healthy. and Julio, we saw signs of it last year. He played nine games. Uh, we also see many times over the years that he limps on the sideline. Oftentimes he does come back, but it looks like his body's starting to break down with these soft tissue injuries. So, no, I completely stayed away this year. 
Yeah, I um I stayed away from him completely as well. And you know, and, and the funny thing was was I actually kind of liked the move. I, I was okay with the move to to Tennessee. I thought that was gonna be a good good spot for him, but yet I still I, I never invested. And I, I never uh I, it was not my uh it was not my bag. I wasn't looking at that. Um and look at that, man. Just like that, that's all really the that's the news. Been a really quiet kind of Tuesday. Has there been anything exciting? Um, are, are you are you pumped up for the start of NBA? Let's we can hit on that, right? In the the Bucks Nets right now. Um, Bucks are up sixty one to forty eight. Oh uh, yeah, are you in on this? Uh, Xander Bogarts hit a two run homer. Red Sox up two one. Ugh, gross. It's so grimy. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah, my, uh, it looks like magical uh, seasons for the Braves and Red Sox. Um, but again, still time left. Um, yeah, Bucks up early here. Uh, you know, the Bucks were the third favorite to an NBA title. I thought that was kind of disrespectful. Um, I know things broke right for them last year. And I think if Brooklyn was healthy, Brooklyn would have won that series. But I don't know how they were behind uh, Brooklyn and the Lakers, especially with no Kyrie Irving to begin the year. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Um, but the Bucks basically returned the entire team uh, or most of it. My only concern for the Bucks is uh, does all the minutes catch up because Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton also played in the Olympics. And Giannis, they said, was still bothered by this knee. Now, he he looks fine so far. He's got 15 points, eight boards, three assists, and has taken 15 shots from the field uh, with a couple minutes left in the first half. Um but they did say in the offseason that that knee was still bothering him a little bit. And they will be resting him more this year. And it makes sense. They won the title. So uh, it was something to consider this year that you might see Giannis rest a little bit more this year. Okay. Definitely possible. Did you uh, did you put down any futures uh, in the NBA? Um, some win totals. Um, I, I had written on picks-wise that my long shot to win the NBA title, plus 2,500 was Denver Nuggets uh, because Jamal Murray tore his ACL light last year, so he's not going to be back till February. But we've seen they have playoff experience. They had a run to the Western Conference Finals two years ago. They looked like one of the better teams in the Western Conference last year before Murray got injured. Um, and there's no dominant team in the Western Conference. Uh, you know, I, I do like the Jazz win total for the season. They're built for the regular season. I think it was 51 and a half. Uh, and they're a great regular season team that brings most of the team back, but I don't know if they're playoff built to win a championship. I have concerns about the Lakers uh, with the mix of Russell Westbrook and, you know, the age they have on that team. Uh, the Clippers will be without Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Phoenix, I think, is good, but a lot broke right for them last year. So to me, there's no team in the West that is dominant. Uh, I think Golden State could be interesting once they get Klay Thompson back. Uh, but Denver, to me, uh, could be a dangerous team once they get Jamal Murray back uh, with the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, the emergence of Michael Porter Jr., who had a big year last year. So uh, they were my long shot bet at plus 2,500. I like it. I like it. Denver Nuggets. Very nice. Oh, man. It should be an interesting NBA season because, you know, people are always like, oh, you know who's going to win. Um, I don't I don't think we do this year. I know Brooklyn is the favorite by the odds. But again, uh, not knowing what's happening with Kyrie Irving is an issue. I think the Lakers are second. And, uh, 
yeah, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, you don't want to bet against them. But, you know, LeBron is 36. Davis has not shown the ability to stay healthy. Russell Westbrook, you know, I think there's going to be a learning curve and a period there where they adjust to each other. Uh, I think Atlanta Hawks are intriguing. I gave out their over win total over 46 and a half. They probably are one of the deepest teams in the NBA and had a nice run last year to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I thought the Knicks win total of 41 and a half is disrespectful. Uh, they're going to go over it. I don't know. They, they got better. Um, they're, they have depth on this team. They don't rely on Julius Randle anymore. We had to carry them last year and Derek Rose. And I, look, I think they had a lot of things break right for them last year, but Tom Thibodeau, he plays, he was playing the preseason. Like it was the real game. It's like, that team came to play every night. The one thing that you don't question with the Knicks is effort. They're going to play hard every single night. Okay, maybe there's a game or two here. They take off and you're human, travel, whatever it is. But unlike most NBA teams, they come and they play the full game. They give full effort, which maybe hurt them in the playoffs because I think Julius Randle got worn down. Um, I saw it in the last two weeks of the regular season last year. His numbers and in the playoffs, he struggled because he was carrying that team. He didn't have a lot of help. It's not the case this year, so... I thought that 41 and a half number for the Knicks was uh, kind of insulting. I expected it to be higher and maybe be on the under, but 41 and a half? Nah, Knicks are going to beat that. All right. I can dig that. I can dig that. Uh, you know, I always, I promise every year that I'm going to try and get more involved in, uh, in, in basketball and enjoy it more. And, you know, listen, I think that, you know, it would definitely help as we're, uh, as we're moving forward with the podcast to start throwing down maybe some, some NBA best bets that we can uh, that we can kind of take a look at, um, you know. Here so that come we can... the Nets. That's the thing about basketball. Remember that we're down so big. Now they're down five. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, again, you see, for me, like I don't, I don't give a crap about the game until like the final two minutes, and even then, the final two minutes, it doesn't matter. It's like the final thirty seconds, which takes four hours for them to play. Yeah, sometimes the last two minutes in the NFL does too. Mm. It does some games. Sometimes I don't know. It just doesn't feel well, you know. But but the game like going back and forth or whatever. I mean, you know, more often than not, it's like you know with basketball. But I guess NBA games are shorter than NFL games. Most NBA games are two and a half. I think the NHL might be a little – they don't have as many breaks and commercials. Did you see the um, – I retweeted it. Did you see the two minutes, 44-second overtime span between the Maple Leafs and the Rangers last night? No. Dude, if you get a chance, go to my – dude, it was end-to-end action. Goaltenders were making saves. It was ridiculous, man. Overtime, uh, just back-and-forth action nonstop. Goalies making insane plays before the Rangers won it. It was phenomenal, man. Like for people who don't like hockey, you got to watch that sequence and then tell me that hockey's not a good game. And I, and I'll be honest, I don't watch as much hockey anymore. I just I just with as much NBA as I do and how I'm invested in it for betting, I just how can I how can I watch hockey when the NBA is on? I don't cover the NHL, right. so so it's it's difficult for me. Uh, last year was the least amount of Rangers games I ever watched, and I love the Rangers, uh, but watching you know seeing that clip. I was like, wow, this is phenomenal, man. <laughs> yeah, I just found it. I like that. Oh, man. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I think what it is for me is because my weekend is so dominated by by having, you know, having to watch football all the time 
that when it's like by the time I get done with with work, right? And it's usually like seven o'clock at night. And you know, my wife doesn't want to sit there and watch a hockey game or a basketball game, you know, while we're like eating dinner and shit. So I just don't get to to watch any of this stuff midweek now that um, now that she's got a, a different job and she's not like at the club all the time. Yeah. So my wife is ruining sports for me, Adam, is really what it comes down to. I see. <laughs> right. I'm going to have to blame her. Someone has to get blamed. So Seriously. But I mean, like that's like you're a single guy. Like you can you can deal with that, right? And you can if a girl comes over to hang out with you, you can just be like, "Hey, listen, I gotta watch this game because it's you know work, right?" And what's she gonna say? She gonna say you're a liar? No. Well, it depends. The problem is if you do that, she might be like, "All right, the next time she's like, oh, do you have a game tonight? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not coming over. So that's the problem. So you got to be careful." And you got to know the woman, too. You got to read them. You know, some women are going to be like, nope, not dealing with this. You know, I want my attention on you. Others would be like, all right, well, I'll just lay on you and you could rub me and this and that. You know, so it depends. Because there's one my, girl. I would tell my wife that. I would be like, "Hun, just lay on me and I'll rub you. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah, I'm totally into that. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> Well, there's levels of where you're at in the uh, relationship. You've been married for a long time, so that that shit don't work no more. It's like, really? Whatever. No, what I have to do if I really want to watch a game, what I have to do is pick a fight with her. Yeah, so I know. She storms off and she goes into the bedroom and she starts watching TV in the bedroom. Well, she clearly does not listen to this podcast. Oh, of course not. She okay. listens. She's. She's so tired of listening to my shit. Why would she listen to a podcast now? You never too? know. Maybe one day she's like, hmm, you know what? Is this motherfucker talking about me? And then just like scrolls through <laughs> it and waits and like, oh, so you want to pick a fight with me? You'd be like, what? Like, ah. Oh. Like, oh, shit. You'll, no, the first thing is you'd be like, fucking Adam snitched on me. And then you'll come to me and be like, did you talk to my wife? Like, no, bro. Why would I talk to your wife? You sure? Like, yeah, why? She said she that I'm picking a fight with her on purpose. Like, oh, dude, she listened. Or one of her friends listened and relayed the info. <laughs> Listen, she. I think she's heard me say it on Sirius XM. So well, she thought you were joking, but she's going to start to get onto it. She's like, oh, you're trying to pick a fight with me? Not working. We're not watching that shit. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's just not going to work that way. It's just not going to work that way. Why do I have to drop a guy? Oh, I'm over the roster, Max. I, like, forgot to set my 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 hockey lineup for my, uh, my league today because I keep forgetting that I'm doing fantasy hockey again. Oh, goodness gracious me. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. You're you're you're. Not your your half hour of generic sports talk from Howard and Adam is coming to a close here. Did we did we give him any anything productive here? Yes, we did. What what do we give him? Wow, Dearness Johnson. Yes, that's big. Um, but um, yeah, no, that was big. Uh, so right now though, um, on the DK Sportsbook, the Braves are the favorite to win the World Series. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Plus 
plus 125. You just call me Johnny Frontrunner right now. The Dodgers are plus 750. Uh, <laughs> well, what's wait, is it the ninth inning yet? No, bottom eight. Bottom eight. Bottom eight. On the mound. Come on, Dodgers. Wake up. Oh, come on, Braves. Let's do it. Will Smith starts it off with a. He's not going to make it. Is it fair or foul? It's fair. Okay. He leads off with a single. There we go. Come on. Uh, All right. Well, Adam's going to go root for his Dodgers. I'm going to go root for my Braves. And we'll uh, we'll reconvene tomorrow when we take our early look at the lines uh, in this uh, in this week seven of games that are likely to be really boring blowouts. So we'll discuss all of that on the next episode of the Annie Up podcast. For Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.